Welcome to the Retro Craptacular Podcast, where each month we continue our search for the best bad movies on the planet Earth. I am your host, Aaron, and I am joined once again by Matt. Hello. Hello, good afternoon. And good night. <laughs> um, it's uh, February. Which uh, you, you know the, what that means. The month of dreams. It means summer movie season is already upon us. Wait, what? <laughs> is it spring yet? <laughs> yeah, Black, no, it's not. <laughs> Black Panther comes out this week. Oh, yeah. So it's time for superhero movies. In the summer. It's always time for superhero movies. When is it not time for superhero movies anymore? Uh, Christmas? Yeah, it's Star Wars Star time. Wars time. Yeah, 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 there you go. We're getting our Star Wars movie in May this year, though. Yeah, that's right. Are we Are we also getting one in for Christmas, though? No, next just, Christmas. Oh, okay. That's how it works. Like 2019 Christmas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got gotcha. Yeah. It was going to be... They were going to switch back to May, because Star Wars was always in May. May the 4th? Yeah. Well, any time in May. Oh, okay. They were going to switch to May, and then um, they had to fire the everyone. <laughs> <laughs> had to fire the everyone. Well, I mean, so many people have been fired, but they fired the... Oops. Fired the episode nine director, and he, uh, and so then they brought J.J. Abrams back, and now he's going to do nine. So then they pushed it back to December from May. So it'll be like a year and a half. It'll be like a proper wait for yeah episode nine. Like it'll be it'll be two years from eight to nine, which is good, I think. Oh, they got to make it good, right? It's the last of the numbered. Oh yeah, and I'm sure they're shitting themselves right now because half the fan base hates them. Oh yeah. That's fine. Half the fan base is dumb. Um, <laughs> uh, always the way. It is. Uh, so, yeah, Black Panther's not out yet, so we have not had a chance to see it. Um, but by all reports, it's good. Cool. Which is good, I think. I never read it. I never uh, read it either. But I, f- the, uh, I did watch the, that animated series of Black Panther. Pretty short, but it was super interesting. No idea. No? No. I uh, I find it hard to care anymore. Just in general about superhero movies? Yeah. That's kind of fair. Like, I, especially, uh... like, the Marvel Studios ones. Like, even though, like, for the most part, they've been really good. Or, like, well, I shouldn't say for the most part they've been really good. I've said that, I'd say there's been a couple of really good ones. But they just, I don't know, like, I see the trailer for Black Panther and it just looks like the most basic generic thing ever like he like you know like it has the iron man 1 syndrome where the bad guy is the evil version of the superhero you know oh like he's just fighting bad black panther just like in ant-man he fought bad ant-man right in iron man 1 they fought bad iron man 1 yeah yeah so I don't know. Marvel's always had a villain problem, but I, yeah, I don't know. This uh, the Vulture was good. Vulture was a good villain in Spider-Man: Homecoming. We just right. watched it. Yes, sorry. <laughs> wow, I was like, who the fuck is the Vulture? Yeah, but yeah, yeah. no, yeah. Ultimately, I, th- I think that was. Like not not my favorite superhero movie, but one of, one of my favorite villains for all all of the new ones it's, that are going pro- on right now. It's probably Marvel's best villain, I think. Yeah. yeah, he's actually a character. Yeah. Oh, I know. Who would have thought that that would be? <laughs> well, I like I I seriously think that Marvel is ruining movies for people. Oh, because they're look kind of like everyone's not expect- lowering their expectations. Yeah, no, but-, but they are lowering their expectations or lowering their standards. Yeah, that's the word, standards. Yeah, like I cuz I've seen so many people who are like against like Kylo Ren as a character because they're like, "Oh, he's so whiny and mopey and he's just like a spazoid and he's so dumb." And I'm like, "No, he just has like, you know, character traits. <laughs> he has a personality and his life problems." Yeah, he's like, you know, an actual person and not just the big bad that needs to die. Yeah. That was Snoke. And, and he died. They got rid of him because he was stupid. Yeah, that he was... was stupid. Because oh. he was a stupid character. Yeah, he was just the big bad evil. Yeah. But that, that was his, because that was his only purpose, he got, like, a death. Yeah, he's out of the way now. Yeah. This is not important. And because it serves Kylo Ren's character, 
kill him. To kill him, yeah. Oh. Plus, that's a, class, that's a classic Sith right there, right? Yeah, no, exactly. Always happens. But, I, I, yeah, so I don't know. I kind of think that I, I blame Marvel a lot for that because mm. their villains are always very flat and... I'm evil. Yeah, and they say, like, oh, well, you know, our focus is on our heroes. And I'm like, yeah, sure, but you could try. Like you, try, like, you tried with Vulture, and it, like it apparently it's not that hard. Like it shouldn't be that hard. Yeah. Like give, like show, show their purpose. Yeah. That's kind of all do, it what, took. What do they want? Why do they want it? Yeah. How are they planning to get it? Like I don't know what the villain for Thor: The Dark World was, and and their purpose can't just be like I want to kill the hero. Yes, that doesn't count. Yeah, that doesn't count. That's not. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> like I go, I go back to Spider-Man one, the Sam Raimi one again, where it's like, the movie ends, and them fighting in an old brick building. Yep. It's just the two of them fighting it out, and you care because both of them are you, good characters. Yeah, you develop these characters over the course of the movie, and that's why you should care about them, not because. Look at all the CGI fire that we've created. Like, Wonder Woman is a great movie, but the ending sucks. Oh, have you seen Wonder Woman? I haven't seen Wonder Woman yet. Spoilers, the ending sucks. Oh. Um, But, you know, it's fine. Whatever. It's a great movie otherwise. Yeah. I still want to see it. I'm still looking forward to watching mm-hmm. it. And, and, and it's not to say that any of these movies are... Parti- like, like, that I think like any of them are particularly bad. Like, there are some bad Marvel movies. I thought Thor the Dark World was terrible. I never watched that one. I hate Captain America Civil War. Also haven't watched that one. <laughs> Man, I'm behind. Yeah. But you know what? I don't... Um, I also... I'm also at the point of not caring. Like, I, I went to the theaters. I saw the trailer for Infinity War. And I was like, wow, I have a lot of Marvel movies to watch in preparation Oh, Doctor for Strange fucking sucks. That was kind of a turd, yeah. Doctor Strange is, is, is like plot for point for plot point Iron Man 1. Like, oh, yeah. like Stephen Strange is Tony Stark, but yeah. like less charismatic and interesting. Yeah, <laughs> and, and they they really didn't explain much of anything. The only thing I like at the is the very ending of that movie when he fights Dormammu by trapping him in a time loop. Yeah, it's the only part of that movie that I like. That was that was fun. That was clever. But also, how would he know that that would work? Because what if when he dies, the time loop thing is just broken? I think, and he then just he's dead. A, I think he just took a risk. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Pay it off. But, uh, yeah, that's not that's not why we're here today. No. <laughs> we're here to talk about something that's much, much worse. Yeah. Like, uh, like I would yeah. rather watch Thor The Dark World, I think, than, than watch this again. And I haven't, I haven't only, seen it. I've so. only seen it once. And I'm curious. Curious to watch it again and see if it's as bad as I remember, because I think it is. Or as bad as what we just watched. Well, that too. Oh, before we do this, uh, I'm going to do a plug. Can I plug a thing that I'm uh, doing? Yeah, you know what? I think I'll allow you to plug on your own show. Good. <laughs> it's our show. Oh. <laughs> right, right, <laughs> after, right after we record this, actually, tonight I'm going to go... Uh, I'm doing a guest spot on Action Action, uh, which is a podcast about action movies. Oh, yeah? Done by my friend John and his brother and some guy named Dustin, who I've never met, but I'll meet tonight. (laughs) Um, And we're going to talk about Predator. Oh, dude. Which is a great movie. Yeah, man. uh, That we'll never... It's fun. They let me pick the movie. They so say you pick any movie you want, and except Die Hard, because I think they kind of have a rule on their show. Like, their 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 podcast is about ranking action movies to find like the the list of like the comprehensive list of like these are the greatest action movies in order. Oh, okay, and it's like obviously Die Hard's at the top, right? So now. just don't bother picking it. So they they haven't talked about Die Hard one yet. I'm sure they'll get to it. You know, you save it for like your hundredth episode or something like that. Yeah, yeah. that's fair. It's yeah, uh, so they let me pick the movie, and I was like, oh, well, I should, at first I was like, oh, I'll find, like, a good, bad movie, and then that'll be, like, a thing, but I was like, you know what, no, I should pick a good movie, because we don't get to talk about those very often on this show. <laughs> In fact, <laughs> never, one might say. <laughs> no, we've watched some good ones. BMX Bandits? 
I would definitely watch BMX. Roadhouse. Again. Yeah. Okay, that's fair. Yeah. yeah. Flash Gordon. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I was like, yeah, we'll watch Predator because like, we'll never watch Predator on this show because it's 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 too good. Yeah. We're gonna watch Predator two on this show. Yeah. <laughs> that Concrete Jungle. <laughs> yeah. No, that was the video game. Oh, I thought that was the tagline for Predator two. No, no, no. Oh, my bad. It was a comic book series and a novel and a video game. Wow, well, there you go. I think the movie actually ripped off the comic book series and the novel quite a bit. Because I remember I read the Concrete Jungle novel when I was a kid, and then I saw Predator Two. I'm like, this starts just the way the Concrete Jungle thing is. <laughs> they moved it from New York to L.A. That's dumb. <laughs> um, we are gonna watch Predator Two. There's a new Predator movie coming out this year. I think in like September or August or something. So we'll watch it then. Oh yeah, looking forward to it. That'll be great. Uh, yeah. So I don't know. I don't know when that's coming out, but I'm I'm gonna be on that. Uh, this, well, tonight, <laughs> and hopefully it'll be out in the next week or so. I don't know. They might bank a couple episodes, so it might come out a couple weeks after we record it. But I don't. But still, yeah, that's cool. What's the I'll, what's I'll, the name of the podcast again? Action, 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 action. Yeah, they're on iTunes and all that shit. All that. Shit. <laughs> no, it's good. It's an it's an entertaining entertaining show. Uh, um, yeah, and I'm looking forward to. It. I'll tweet it out once once the episode's out. I'll make sure everyone everyone knows about it. So cool, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sounds good, man. Uh, let's get into this. We uh, in honor of Black Panther. Mm-hmm. We went through a kind of a list of like, oh, these are some of the... Originally, I was like, let's watch Shaft in Africa. <laughs> that takes place in Africa. But then I was like, nah, we should watch like a superhero movie. And there's three African-American superhero movies that I could think of. There's Blade, which is kind of a superhero movie, I guess. Kind of. Feels like it. There's Steel with Shaquille O'Neal. Steel with Shaquille O'Neal. And I just did not want to try and find that or see it. <laughs> uh, and then I remembered that I had on my shelf the director's cut of Spawn. There we are. And we watched Spawn. Yes, we did. It's time. Imagine a substance with the power to destroy humanity. Imagine a creature insane enough to use it. Imagine a hero on the verge of creation. From flesh to steel. You must visualize your objective. From blood to blade. Don't get cocky. You have a lot more to learn. From man to spawn I see you we have harvested the ultimate weapon makes the Ebola virus look like a skin rash compared to freaking nations I say destroy the cosmos ask questions later who are you? this is just what they want you're playing their game then I'll play dirty Now stay sharp, the night is young. This summer, evil has a new enemy. Justice has a new weapon. And the world has a new hero. Spawn. What did you think of Spawn? What did I think of Spawn? Well, actually, first let, let's start. Is that a trick question. Yes. Uh, <laughs> have you seen, you've seen it before? Correct. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I definitely remember seeing Spawn at some point as a child in my basement. Um, yeah. I don't think I was supposed to be watching it, but no one told me to leave. <laughs> um, Matt, get get out! Um, forget it. Yeah. This is so dumb. <laughs> and yeah, I, I I only really remembered bits and pieces of it plot wise didn't remember anything and there was a reason for that i guess yeah because it was very confusing <laughs> i remembered the awful demon special effects and the yeah. awful hell special effects that was about it yeah most of what i remembered was 
like the the creepy clown demon mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. and the yeah awful effect demon that he transformed into this movie was billed as the special effects movie event of the year in 1997 yeah but like that it's the same year that like the lost world came out yeah to put it in perspective like i i kind of always like whenever there's like special effects i kind of put it in perspective of like is this before or after jurassic park how good is it because jurassic park was like the one that changed the game forever yeah and this was five four years after jurassic park the first one and it was just a steamy pile. And it was, like, unbelievably awful. Like, it's maybe worse special effects-wise than, like, that Fantastic Four movie that never got released. Oh. <laughs> um, there's a animated show from Canada. I don't know if any of our American listeners will know. Um, but Canadian listeners will probably remember, if you grew up in the 90s, early 2000s, called Reboot. Oh, yeah. Uh, and it was, like, one of the very first ever computer animated cartoon shows. Wasn't it the first? Might have been. I think it was. Yeah? Yeah, that was one of... I I watched that as a kid. Yeah. Oh, yeah, me too. And Shadow Raiders and Beast Wars and all those things kind of followed, but... Beetleborgs. Beetleborgs was live action. Oh, I just thought of Beetleborgs, so I decided to say Oh, okay. (laughs) 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 I was trying to draw a comparison to... um, yeah, right there. I dropped my paper. I'm trying to draw a comparison to, like, you know, special effects. Sorry, I was thinking of and, the worst. <laughs> and, and I think, like... Pick up drugs. <laughs> it's about on par with some of those shows. <laughs> uh, yeah, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Anyway. You just say pick up drugs? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Three people will get that, if we're lucky. Um... <laughs> Yeah, it's real fucking bad. Uh, yeah, but it was like a, it was like a huge deal. Like I remember, I don't think I remember when it came out. Obviously, because we would have been like five. But like I remember, like going to the video store and like seeing Spawn on the shelf, and like like the poster with like like black and blue with like the, the outline of his face and the glowing green eyes, and being like, "Holy mm-hmm. shit, that looks cool!" Yeah, dude. And then there was the kids whose, like, parents were allowed to, like, who, like let them watch R-rated movies and stuff like that. And they they got to see it. And I was always jealous of, like, oh, man, I should sneak over to their house and watch Spawn. <laughs> and just, yeah, I don't know. It's one of those ones that I'm, like, it, I remember it being, like, a staple of the, the video store shelf. Uh, but, like, didn't see it until, like, way, way later in life. Mm-hmm. The other one that I remember... Was it? Like oh, the Tim Curry. Yeah, I never. Miniseries. I never actually saw that. I remember always seeing that on the shelf and being like, "Oh, that's a scary clown movie." Yeah, that's probably can't watch that. No, that's too. Dude, it's like three and a half real. hours. Don't watch it. it sucks. Oh, that sucks. Long. Let me spoil. Okay, don't break it down for you real quick. It <laughs> sucks. The new one much better. All you need to know. Cool. Uh, so this movie was directed by a guy. I didn't write it down, uh, but his it was his first and last live action uh, film credit. Oh, no fooling! No fooling, man. He did not get another job after this. Um, directing live action, he 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 did some weird cartoon stuff. I'm gonna, oh, sorry, I'm just gonna pull up his IMDb here because it's like ah yes, Mark A Z DePay. Oh. his name he did like some very fucking weird stuff he was but he was a visual effects guy like he worked on like jurassic park and stuff oh yeah so very very strange he what the fuck he directed a halloween or a tv movie called michael jackson's halloween okay it's animated all right tv movie weird okay i don't want to know um some show you directed Garfield's Pet Force. Oh my gosh, Pet Force! The Boxcar Children animated movie apparently is a thing. I definitely had one of the Pet Force comics. The Reef. Yeah, no, he he's not done another live action thing. 
since then. Oh, maybe I'll... Oh, he directed a TV movie called Frankenfish. Classic. But theatrically, he has never stepped behind the camera again. Mm. Live action. And honestly, I can see why. Yep. He did a bad job. Oh, Very yeah. not not good. Yeah. Um, they are making a new spawn. Oh, are they? Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't think I knew that. Mm-hmm. Todd McFarlane, the creator of the Spawn comic... He will be directing it as his feature film directing debut. Wow. Yeah, he's come so far, and yet, in many ways, exactly where he was. Because, <laughs> like, Spawn's his only thing that people know him for. Well, I mean, that's not entirely true. He did... You mind if I get into the history of this for a bit? I'm going to geek out for a second. Yeah, two minutes. All right, cool. Uh, so, basically, Todd McFarlane, he was, like, coming up uh, through the ranks at Marvel... In the 90s, along with guys like Jim Lee and, and, like, when they're having this big, like, creator boom in the 90s of, like, all of a sudden all these new characters were being created and, like, all these cool new artists and writers were coming up and everyone's going to be like, oh, my gosh, these are the guys that are going to create, like, the new action comics number one. Like, the, this is going to be huge and it's going to, like, reinvent comics forever. And So he did the Spider-Man number one uh, in the 90s. Like, they rebooted everything. Um... But the problem with all the um, comics coming out in the 90s was they were printing, like, 5 million issues of each one. Like, like if you didn't sell a million copies of a number one in the 90s, it was like, your book failed. Wow. Now it's like, if you sell 30,000, like, holy shit, that's amazing. (laughs) Uh, It's just the way the industry's going. But so... Everyone, so everyone was buying one, you know, one to read, one to bag and board, and and put in a box in a storage locker and never touch because they're like, oh, it's the number one, it's gonna be huge. Of course, I think Spawn number one right now is worth about thirty bucks. <laughs> because there's so many of them, right? Yeah. The the laws of of value are like for anything to become valuable, it has to like dip into like negative value. You know what I mean? So, like, the reason Action Comics number one was so valuable is because at the time, no one valued it. So, people were, like, literally, like, you know, like, like tear it up and, like, use it to, like, wrap up, you know, sandwiches at their restaurant and stuff like that. And, like, (laughs) kids would just, like, crumple it up, stick it in their back pocket. It'd get destroyed, right? They'd use Mm -hmm. it to, like, for, like, a Kleenex if they needed to blow their nose. They didn't have anything. It was, like, it was because it was worth nothing. Right. So, but then... If everyone's valuing all these books at, you know, like, oh, this is going to sell this for a million dollars one day, then all of a sudden it's not valuable. So, like, it's going to take, like, a 100,000 years for Spawn, number one, to become worth a million dollars. Wow. Because there's, like, 10 million copies of it out there. Yep. Yeah. So. Anyways, that was, that's the history of Spawn. Todd McFarlane went off, created Image Comics. Spawn was, like, his flagship thing. And, uh... It was a huge thing in the 90s, and that's why they made this movie. And boy, I wish they hadn't. Yep, me too. Um, Although, did you ever watch the HBO series, like the animated version? Yes. That was I don't pretty... remember it very well, but I definitely yeah. remember seeing it. I don't remember, like, plots from it, but I remember, like, watching it and being like, oh, fuck, yeah, this I'm, is I cool. remember visuals, yeah. especially of, like, the cape. Mm-hmm. Like, when, when we first see the cape in this movie, <laughs> in all of its <laughs> CGI crap fest, it looks so bad. I remember, I got a visual in my head of of it being animated and being like, yeah. oh, why does it look so bad here? And yet, I think the cape is the best special effect in the movie. <laughs> Sadly, yeah. Yeah. Like, there, there are moments where, like, it kind of looks cool. Like, when he's just standing on top of the church, not at the very end, but, like, I think after he does the thing where he breaks in and throws Charlie Sheen around and his belt grabs the lady by the leg and all that shit, he's just, like, standing on top of a church and it's just, like, Batman, like, flowing mm-hmm. out in front of it. It's not, like, ridiculously huge, like, blown in all directions and it's got, like, tentacles and stuff coming out of it. It's just, like, kind of like a blowing cape. And I'm like, oh, that looks kind of cool. Yeah. But, well, that one was all right. Yeah, it's not great. Um, but let's we'll we'll get to that. Ugh, unfortunately. Uh, so Spawn is um, Special Agent Al Simmons, mm-hmm. played by Michael J. White. 
who is an assassin who assassinates people. Yep. For the government? It kind of seems... I was a little confused. A6. Whatever A6 A6, is. which may or may not be a like a department or something of the CIA. Yeah. Yeah. He's one of the characters who like works for the head of A6 is a CIA agent. Uh-huh. Yeah. I'm going to say it's CIA. Yeah, sure. It's, it's a government, a fictional government agency. Hmm. Uh, and they assassinate him. Uh, he, he assassinates people. And then they tell him, like, you're going to do this thing in North Korea. And he's like, all right, but after this, I'm out. Because I'm going to spend time with Wanda. Mm-hmm. Who's my wife. Girlfriend or whatever. I think fiance. Fiance. They were engaged to be married. Ah, engaged to be married. Mm. Yeah. Uh, and they're like, yeah, man, cool, cool, cool. That sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> but then uh, he shows up in North Korea and Charlie Sheen's there. And uh, it, No, it's Charlie Sheen's dad. Sorry, it? yeah, Martin Sheen. Martin Sheen, yeah. Martin Sheen's <laughs> there. And shows up uh, with his lady assassin. Uh, she shoots him in the leg a bunch, and then like sprays him with some some gas, and kind of green gasoline. Yeah, Martin Sheen flicks his his black cigarette. Did you notice he had like really really fancy looking cigarettes? Oh yeah, they're like black with like a gold band around the edge of the filter. Oh, I'm like so fancy. Holy shit, that's so cool. <laughs> um. Yes, and sets him on fire and sends him to hell. Mm-hmm. Yeah, while he's on fire, the whole, like, biochemical <clears throat> factory that they're in blows up, too. Oh, yeah, they blow that up, too, just to make make sure. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. And then he wakes up in a dumpster. Yeah. And he's all burnt. And he's wearing a plaid jacket. Yeah. Like a <laughs> black and gray plaid jacket. And I thought, oh, is that... The uniform of hell. <laughs> we have to wear plaid, but it doesn't get to be colorful. Oh shit, dude! That's like what I wear every day. I know. That's <laughs> literally what I was thinking when I saw that jacket. I was like, "Oh, is that is that Aaron's jacket?" Yeah. Uh, I guess I going to hell. Just make sure you wear some color. You're fine. Okay, cool. I'll go buy some real, real bright plaid after this. <laughs> Yellow and blue. Oh, there you go. That's the yeah. money maker. Yeah. Um, Reminds me of those candy canes that are like butterscotch flavored or something what you know ew yeah all yellow and blue and yeah and uh, like like blue raspberry and lemonade yeah weird stuff yeah so he's dead or maybe not and then the clown shows up yeah which played by john Leguizamo, does a really good job of being really creepy but He, he got top billing yeah? In the opening credits. Oh, I think he does the most work. <laughs> yeah. He's the one who tried the hardest. Oh. Maybe. Seems like it. Or he didn't try at all. But his his costume design, I was just like, oh, that, so Power Rangers. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, it's it's real bad. It's very Power Rangers, actually. Yeah. <laughs> that's a good, wow, that's a good way to put it. I didn't think about that until you said it, but yeah. It's straight out of the Power Rangers show. My first note that I wrote in my paper, (laughs) Fat Clown, reminiscent of Power Rangers. Nice, yeah. My second note was, what's happening? (laughs) Because that's also not clear. Yeah. And this this movie is not very politically correct. Mm. (laughs) Like, in that opening scene, Spawn calls the clown a fudge-packing midget. Sure does. (laughs) I'm like, whoa. And they're throwing around the, the re re word and other things like that. And I'm like, you can't, you can't say that today. Nope. No. For good reason. But I'm not, I'm not saying they should. But yeah, that was one of those things where like when you hear it, you're like, oh, this is from a different time. <laughs> yeah. The 90s. The 90s. The dark age. Yeah. From- yeah. It's not great. Um and John Leguizamo, I think, might be the only person that understands what movie he's in. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like, no, everyone on the way, cast. That's a good way to put it. I mean, maybe Martin Sheen. Like, Martin Sheen kind of, 
he plays the sinister villain, very sinister and very villain. That's true. <laughs> he is very sinister yeah. when he talks. And, like, Martin Sheen is a good actor. Like, he's been in good things, you know, West Wing and countless other good movies. So I'm like, all right, maybe he's like, all right, I'll just, you know, collect a big paycheck and I'll just <laughs> ham it up. But, like, John Leguizamo is just chewing the scenery. Oh, yeah. Every scene he in, he's in, like, he's he's trying to steal the scene from everyone all the time. Yeah. <laughs> and it works. Yeah. There's so, so many, there's like a handful of scenes where he's like walking away muttering something to himself and it's usually oh, yeah. fairly <laughs> funny or just really obscene. <laughs> I, every time I think like, he probably just came up with that on the spot. Oh yeah. Yeah. I've heard that he, he was just like, he'd bring his own script. <laughs> like, these are all the things I'm going to say today. Just follow along. <laughs> like, okay, man. Oh uh, boy. Oh yeah. Uh, so... He he learns that he has agreed to lead Hell's army uh, so that he can see Wanda again. Mm-hmm. And he makes that decision very fast. That was the whole deal. Like, lands in Hell and the big demon thing, which apparently is not the devil, but... Malbolger. Malbolger. Which just seems like a pretty sexual name. Mm-hmm. He does look like he's got two big dildos coming out of his temples as yeah. well. It's French for bad bulger. bulger. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's like, lead my army and you can see Wanda again. And he's like, anything for Wanda. It's like, yeah, I'll do it. I'll do it right away. I'll see, I'll see anything for Wanda. He's like, oh, oh. done. Okay. <laughs> Thought we were going to have to convince you. <laughs> no, <laughs> we had the convincer already. Um, <laughs> he was, yeah, and he's like, all right, cool. And then he wakes up in an alleyway. Yeah, I guess they're like we'll in plaid. <laughs> we'll get you when we need you. <laughs> it's all very unclear. Be homeless for a while. It's like we're gonna recruit you to be this giant, to be the ar- leader of the army of hell. Yeah, by which we mean we're gonna just put you back on Earth and not really do anything about you and try and like, try I... to manipulate you via a fat clown. I guess. I mean, and like maybe you know, call me a- an idealist if mm. you want, but I would like to think that if you're chosen to be the leader of Hell's army. They're going to treat you a little better than that. Yeah, but that is very idealist. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to think you at least get your own cave or something. But, yeah. I but know. no. You get a dumpster, dumpster. <laughs> that you have to share with a homeless network of people. What's up with that city? This is like a very, very weird gothic homeless quarter. <laughs> yeah, when he first comes back to life, it 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 is mentioned... Via a guy that's narrating that I still don't understand his role in the movie. Um, yeah. That guy. I don't. Well, like, we, we narrated wanted, the beginning, too. Yeah. But. Well, the DVD says director's cut on it. And I theorized that, like, most of the scenes with this guy were what was added because most of them seemed to go nowhere and cause nothing to happen. Yeah, essentially. So I'm kind of like, okay, they added, like, an extra four minutes of this dude. And that's... That's the director's cut. But yeah, he comes back in, yeah, very gothic, dark, bleak. Everyone seems like homeless. Yeah, there's like gargoyles on building tops and yeah, cathedrals. Like some abandoned cathedral where all the homeless people live near. Yeah, and there's like a weird shanty town yeah. where there's all these homeless people and a homeless kid and his homeless dad. Yeah. And, and, and apparently five years have passed and the world has changed. They do use the words, the world has changed. Oh. And I thought, oh, is this, like, the whole city's like this now? That would be cool. But no, then he goes to Wanda's house. And, yeah, it's just fine. It's and, just California. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, like, so how the world normal, changed, like, L.A. suburb. Not sure. <laughs> yeah. And he uh, just... Actually, okay, the clown, the clown at the kid's birthday party. So, like, John Leguizamo's character is, is, is a clown in, like, the movie. But then he's dressed up even more like a clown and is the clown at uh, his Spawn's daughter's birthday party. Is that actually his daughter? I believe so. I believe. Because while he was gone, five years dead, yeah. Wanda Dunn got shacked up with like, yeah, I think, his friend. Yeah, and I think his friend said something about like, like he's, he was like, hey man, that was my wife or whatever. And he was like, I know, but she was so heartbroken when you're gone. And she, you know, just found out that she was going to have uh, cyan. 
Oh, is that what he said? I think so. That's I wasn't paying. She was like pregnant when he died. Yeah, I think she just found out she was pregnant, and so then he was like, "I will raise my friend's kid." She was just having a birthday party the day he came back five years later. Yeah. Whatever. It doesn't have to be exactly five years. I, I think it needs to be. <laughs> Would you prefer if it was like five years, six months, 14 days, nine hours, six minutes, and 23 seconds later? There it is. Okay. There you go. Perfect. Uh, <laughs> so she's having a birthday party, and the clown's the birthday party, dressed up like a clown. Mm-hmm. Like a clown clown? And he, but he's like smoking cigarettes and like drinking like, like scotch on the rocks and and making incredibly lewd comments to the children. Yeah, he's like, I got, I got more, I got more tricks than your neighborhood hooker. And you're like, oh, jeez. Yeah, which I mean, like, who, what, like, Wanda done fucked up. Yeah. That she hired this clown for her daughter's birthday. I don't think she hired the clown. I think the clown just showed up. Well, if a clown just showed up at my house, I would get it. Well, the no, hell but away like, I think me. she hired a clown because he just kind of shows up and follows Spawn around all the time. So you think that she hired a clown, and that's the clown that they sent? That's the clown that showed up. I wouldn't let it near my daughter. Because it's a demon. <laughs> he also shows up as a cheerleader at one point in the movie. Yeah, I think I wrote that down. <laughs> yeah, cheerleader clown. Dot dot dot. What the fuck? Yeah. That's my whole note. That freaked me out. He just he just starts doing a cheer, and then the devil pulls him back into hell. He's like, stop fooling around. And then he's like, yeah. and no I one, should no be one... leading the army. I got tenure. <laughs> 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 I'm like, I think maybe if you want to lead the army, you should behave a little bit more professionally than just putting on a cheerleading costume. Cheerleading costume. When no one's around to see you do it, and yeah. you're just doing it for yourself. <laughs> That's what happened. You can do that on your own time. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. Um, yeah. So that's that's great. Uh, the reveal of the spawn suit for the first time sucks. It sucks a lot, and I made a point of writing it down. Yeah. How much it sucks because it's real bad. It was when they're in the graveyard yeah, and he's like, digging up his own grave. Is that where they go after the birthday party? Clowny, yeah. Clowny transports him to his own grave. Yeah, and then there's some guys that are, like, doing a, a sacrifice to Satan. Or they're, like, stabbing an already dead goat's head. Yeah. Like and then he's a like, demon or something? Yeah, he's, like, digging up his, his grave. And then these guys wander over and, like, Hey, did Satan send you? <laughs> and then he's all, like... And then he just turns into Spawn for like a second. Turns into Big Al for a second. And then and then just goes back to normal. Yeah, it's like a bunch of spikes come out of him. Yeah, and like the mask shows up and he's just sitting there as Spawn. And I'm like, you know what? Like, you you can do the reveal of the Spawn suit. Like, have it be cool. Like, have him come like striding under the shadows, like a big old flowing cape. It's also it's supposed to be like instinctual his, yeah. his armor it's supposed to be like reactionary but he just kind of it just happens to him while he's sitting or yeah. kneeling there by his yeah. grave it's like bioplasma or whatever no there is a turn him into a hell spawn i don't know um apparently a hell spawn has never matured this quickly before oh yes yeah okay, um, i guess the suit coming out was puberty yeah i suppose so uh so he doesn't have a cape ever like a real cape? Mm-mm. He just has this dumb CGI cape. Yep. That kind of looks cool in one shot. And then looks really yeah. dumb the rest of the time. Well, like, the idea of it is cool. Oh, yeah. But, Absolutely. But it's... But visually, very, Visually, it sucks. Um, but, like, I'm looking at the DVD case, and he just has a cape. Yeah, like, just a normal cape with, like, the high collar. Yeah, and, like, that's, like, that, to me, is, like, like the defining feature of Spawn. Yeah, for like sure. Like, it's the black face with the green eyes, and you got the white marks. Like, that's all good. But if you don't have that really high-collared cape, that's, that's not, not... Yeah, it's not Spawn. It's like if you were like, we got Batman, but he doesn't have... Drawn-on eyebrows. What? <laughs> <laughs> like, like Adam West. Like Adam West, yeah. yeah like, like But he just... Eyes, his but... his uh, cowl doesn't have the, the ears. Yeah. <laughs> 
Who wouldn't look like Batman. Yeah. It's like, this is Robin sans short shorts. <laughs> it's just not right. Yeah. You gotta have the short shorts. Yep. Um, so impractical. Short shorts and tights. <laughs> Sometimes it's tights. Sometimes, yeah. Yeah. But anyway. Yeah. <laughs> also, rubber nipples. You gotta have rubber nipples. Sure, it's not Batman. Every time. And then he spends most of the movie not with his spawn mask on. Like, even in some of the action scenes, he just he just has it off. And he's got his stupid burnt face. Stupid burnt face. And I'm like, okay, I get that, like... I don't know, you can get more emotion out of the actor if you can see their eyes or whatever bullshit. But Michael Jai White's not a great actor. Yeah. Particularly in this. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and there's no emotional payoff or pathos or anything in this movie. So, like, just put a fucking helmet on him. Like, <laughs> save so much time in makeup every morning if you just put a fucking helmet on him. Yep. And just have him be spawn yep. for everything. Yep. If my face looked like that and I could hide it all the time, I would. But you just, every time he has to deliver a line, the stupid spawn mask comes off and he says stuff. And then... He basically only puts it up, like, when his head specifically is under attack. Or when it would be very convenient to hide a stuntman. <laughs> oh, yeah, that too. <laughs> like when he's on the roof and when he's on the uh, motorcycle. Mm, yep. Yeah, no, real, real bad, no cape, and he has guns. He's just using guns all the time, which I don't remember, like I said, I don't read a whole lot of Spawn comics, but I did see some of the HBO show, and I don't remember him ever using guns. Well, I think, um, not to defend this turd of a movie, Mm. but I think the idea was, Please don't. (laughs) he He was an assassin, and he knew how to fight using guns, so he got a bunch of guns. And then that other that other character, the narrating guy. Oh right, I forgot Cagliostro. about the Yeah, sure, that sounds right. Yeah, I forgot um, about the character arc that happens in in two seconds. <laughs> it's like you got to learn how to use your suit. Yeah, try and use your suit. Oh. All right, try a little bit harder. I'll throw this bottle. Okay, you did it. Good. Now you now you're now you're spawn. ready to, to fight the devil. <laughs> And kill all of Hell's army. Yeah, and then when he goes off, to, I'll come with you. When he goes off to kill the clown and save Wanda, then he gives Cagliostro his guns. Being like, I don't yeah. need these anymore. And he's like, Now you're getting it. Oh, the clown! The clown! When the clown turns into the Violator, that actually didn't look awful. When he's transforming, it doesn't look that terrible. Yeah, when he's completely transformed. It looks terrible. Yeah, there's some like close-ups where it's like, okay, that's a puppet, and then there's some where it's like that is. Very, very bad computer stuff. And I remember hearing, like, originally there wasn't supposed to be that much, like, CGI in the movie. Not really. Like, I think pretty much all the Hell stuff was not there. Like, it was just, like, the cape and the the violator, the clown. Um, but then New Line saw it, and they're like, hey, that looks pretty good. <laughs> you should do more special effects. Oh. Here's some more money. But they didn't give them enough money? Not really. <laughs> So then they went to ILM, and ILM's like, you can have the intern. <laughs> so they're like, what can we get for this? Uh, that guy, getting coffee. Ted, come here. You're doing Spawn now. <laughs> and he was like, oh, thank you, sir. You won't regret this. And then they went to the theater to see dailies. And they were like, oh, my God. What the hell? <laughs> Because, yeah, I imagine, like, I think all the hell stuff, and, like, that's why the devil's mouth doesn't move. Which, like, the devil looks like a giant, like, cow rat with an underbite. Huge underbite. <laughs> and his mouth is just, like, open, gaping the uh, whole time. You will lead my army. That's it's terrible. Like, oh, and, like, the backgrounds look awful. It looks like, I've seen music videos with better CGI in them. From the 90s. <laughs> yep. Like this was two years out of the ma- out from the Matrix, like it's wow. just yeah, so wow. bad. It's a turd, total ah. turd. Um, oh, and and why? So yeah, he doesn't wear his mask enough. Uh, and and the transitions in this movie oh are fucking dumb. Oh yeah, there's one scene that all of a sudden his cape 
sweeps over from like the side of the screen and like yeah. oh Wispond is standing there and now <laughs> oh no we transitioned yeah it's a wipe because like the cape comes in and then the cape leaves and you're like oh, what the fuck is oh <laughs> and then it's the scene where he drops in from the skylight with the cape yeah it's so, like setting you up for it but then there's like some where just like flame transitions yeah those were horrid and then there's one where there's like a texture comes up on the screen and then disappears and I'm pretty sure that one uh there's one scene in particular where, like, it was an added scene because that texture comes up, goes down, and then it's, like, a shot of the city, and Cagliostro is standing there, and he's like, it's time. And then that texture comes up again and then, like, fades out into the next scene. I'm like, oh, they just had to use that because it was the transition. Like, that's obviously an added scene. Yeah. It was, like, literally ten seconds. Yeah. And... And, and so I'm like, oh, they had to use that same transition twice because it was, it was such a jarring transition. And then Cagliostro's there glow, and but he glows green, by the way. Yeah, yeah. And like every the scene, he's in of his body. Yeah, the outline of his body is like like green, like Mr. Burns. <laughs> I bring you love. <laughs> like like <laughs> he, just, he just shows up. <laughs> he just like says some stuff and then doesn't forward the plot at all mm. until that scene where he teaches spawn how to shoot chains out of his chest yep and spikes out of his head yep it's fucking bad man. um I yeah i can't believe that ilm was involved in this either because that's like they it's did a, bit of a shock they did star wars and and the jurassic park movies and yeah independence day like everything had like good effects in it yeah and this might be the same year as Independence Day as well. Really? Yeah. Oh. That's the special effects movie event of the year. Yeah, no kidding. Not this. Not whatever Ted the intern worked on. Fucking Ted. Fucking Ted. He was fired. Um, he was an intern. Did you also notice that the camera just gets too close to everything? Oh, especially the clown. Well, the clown. and then But also Satan's, or, sorry, Mel, Mel Bulger's face like it'll be like bad cgi rat cow puppet being like and then it'll like smash cut to like (laughs) way too close to like it doesn't look better up close nope but like also you wouldn't do that with like a like a person you Mm -hmm. wouldn't make that cut or get that close it is just it's fucking awful but yeah the, the clown they're always like way too close to the clown i like the term smash cut yeah. It makes me feel like I was forced to hit my face into someone else's face. Yeah, you kind of were. Because all of a sudden, <laughs> Mel Bulger's right up in your grill. <laughs> just just all up in there with his drooly underbite. Just like... <laughs> oh, I want to talk about bad CGI. The clown's tongue. Oh. Oh, the, no. They gave... <laughs> no. <laughs> they gave, I know, I repressed it too until just now. They they gave the clown like a long stretchy CGI tongue, Wizard tongue to lick people with, and then also one part his eyes did like a like popped out of his skull. Yeah, like Roger Rabbit style. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like I've been talking a lot. You had anything else you want to touch on? Anything that stood out to you? Uh, well, I mean. <clears throat> yeah, for all the terrible visuals, I also just felt like the dialogue was so bad. Like, the script itself is such a shit in this movie. Oh, like, yeah, like, it's a bad movie all around. Like, yeah. Even if they had, like, the Jurassic Park budget, it would still suck. Yeah, absolutely. That just, that just really stood out to me. It's just a lot of the lines, really dumb. Um, oh, gosh, there's um the first time Spawn is shot. And he, like, stumbles <laughs> out of the fight, and he's full of holes, but they, like, seal up. And then he's just like, damn! Yeah, that was good. Because he's, because he's black. <laughs> they gave him a, a, an extended damn. Yeah, a two-syllable damn. Damn. That, he, that would be my yeah, response. When he yeah. shot, it kind of looks cool, though, because they had, like, green LEDs or whatever in the suit. And it would, like, glow green from where he's, where he's hit. Um, yeah. That was dumb. <laughs> I I think, like, the worst part of this movie and my favorite part of the movie was the clown. Yeah. <laughs> like, That's a good like, way to put it. <laughs> like, he's terrible, but at least he's 
somewhat entertaining. Yeah. Cause he, Which, he was the only one actually drawing us into the movie. Yeah. Because he's the only one trying. Yep. <laughs> uh, you want to talk about Spaz the dog? Uh, There's a dog named Spaz. Yeah, but... In the movie. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> Don't know... <laughs> that's all. That's all. Why he was... Because you got dogs make people feel... I didn't feel much for Spaz. No, I didn't feel much for Spaz either. And just to be clear, I have a dog who I love. Yeah. He's probably sitting outside the door right now. Like nose buried in the the crack under the door. Waiting. Yeah. I this movie is not great at all. The HBO series is kind of cool though. Watching this made me kind of think like, you know what? I should go back and, and watch those more. See how they hold up? Yeah, because, like, I don't really understand. Like like I said, I didn't really read Spawn. I was too young to, like, be reading Spawn Mm -hmm. at that time. Like, I wasn't really reading comics. I wasn't really reading that much. (laughs) (laughs) I was five. Yeah, that's that's fair. You know, words were tough. But you got there. I got there. You got there. Uh, Now I just do talking. Um... (laughs) So, uh, like, yeah, I'm not, I don't have, like, this big, like, any, like, emotional connection or, uh, like, nostalgia for Spawn in any way. But apparently, the movie certainly didn't help. No. (laughs) (laughs) Apparently they're doing another one. So I'm like, well, you know. But apparently Spawn is not, like, he's not going to be a character in it. Like, he's not going to be, like, sorry, he's not going to be, like, the main character. He's just, like, a presence. Kind of like the Punisher movie with Punisher. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that. He just shows up and does things so the plot can happen. <laughs> but not even. Oh, man. Okay, so yeah. they're doing a Spawn movie without Spawn. Yeah, well, apparently he's just like he's just like a force that will show up and kill people. I don't know. I McFarlane said it's a lot closer to what they did in the animated cartoon oh, okay. show. So... I set in a world where Spawn is kind of thing. Rather, yeah, rather than yeah. About and him. like the main characters will not yeah, will not be Spawn. There'll be other people who like interact with Spawn. Right, right. So like maybe that's a cool idea. I don't really know. Maybe we'll find out. Maybe we'll never watch it. I might never watch it. I'll yeah. probably watch the trailers. Like I'll I'll be interested to see it, but also I feel like I might like hear about it like the week it comes out. Like that Spawn yeah. movie's coming out now. I'm like, "What? Oh, fuck." And then I'll just wait for it to be on Netflix or whatever. Yeah, yeah, that sounds more realistic. Might maybe it'll go straight to Netflix. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I don't know. I, would you have Would you have been psyched on this movie in 1997 if you were like a teenager or like? It's, I think I think overall I would have just been. Like, I might not have thought, oh, wow, the CGI is really bad as much, but I still would have been like, that was a weird, gross movie. Right, but bear in mind, you also would have been like a rad freewheeling dude of the 90s. Oh, of course. I've been like, oh, man, i got to get Spawn the album <laughs> and, and go see this in the theater. Because it's cool, and it has that, I don't know, Limp Biscuit song. <sighs> yeah. That, uh... No, I don't. I doubt this movie was good enough to have a Limp Biscuit song on oh, its yeah. soundtrack. Seems like it should, <laughs> which but is yeah, like no budget. Which for that. is like so sad. It really that says this a lot. movie's not good enough for Limp, Limp Biscuit. Biscuit. Oh, yes. <laughs> uh, let's play the IMDb game, shall we? Oh, the Rotten Tomatoes game. You mean? That's the one. Mm, Spawn has fried your brain a little. Yeah, no, I'm just. Uh... Yeah, okay. Wait, what? Hey, Rotten Tomatoes critic score. Oh, oh something the matter? Well, there's a spawn too? From when? But it has the DVD art that I... I feel like this must just be a mistake. Okay, never mind. It has the DVD art of the DVD that we just watched. This is Spawn 2 from 1998. I, I don't know. Weird. Uh, I'll do more research into this in a second. 
Okay, here we go. So spawn the movie. Okay, yeah, no, it was just a it was just a Google images fuck up. Okay. Yeah, they just put the wrong image for spawn to. I think when I clicked on it, did more research. I think they must have done like an animated TV movie on, on like HBO. Oh. Because they'd watch Todd McFarlane Spawn Two HBO. Mm. I was like, oh, okay, it's probably that. But yeah, now that I think about it, I think I've seen that VHS tape at like thrift stores and stuff. Oh yeah. Yeah. Nice. Anyways, Spawn, Rotten Tomatoes, what do the critics think? Is it 32? Ooh, nope. Is it 27? Mm, nope. Am I on the right path? You're trending towards it, yes. 23? Nope. 18? Yes. What? It got 18%. Oh, that is... Nice and low. Yep. Oh, I was being really generous at first, I guess. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I thought maybe at the time... 36% of the audience liked it, so literally double what the critics thought. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, the consensus is Spawn is an overbearing, overviolent film that adds little to the comic book adaptation genre. I would not even say it's overviolent. Say so it's minimally yeah. violent. Yeah, not, not super violent. <laughs> like, it kind of blows my mind that this was rated R. This was rated R. Oh, yeah. Is it just because the clown wants to bone Wanda? Yeah, probably because of the shit the clown says. Yeah. Do they say a couple of fucks in there? There might be some fucks. I don't really I don't remember. I think so, though. I don't, I don't remember yeah. hearing the F word. Um, but, because well, I, I remember I watched a, a retrospective with, with Todd McFarlane in, in preparation for this. Oh, okay. Which is where I got some of my cool fun facts from about hey. like how they got their budget to do the rest of the CGI and stuff like that. Um, and he said that like, um, wait, what prompted this? I'm sorry, my brain. The clown, the R-rated, R-rated. Uh, and they said, oh yeah, 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 right. Was well, it like because because it was talking about hell? Uh, like so, it's all about context. Um, so like they, there's, cause there's like no blood in this movie. Nope. Um, like a decent amount of action, but like less action than like, I don't know. Like star Wars has more action than oh, this. Yeah. And it's not, and it's not, it's only like short bursts of action. Yeah. And it's movie. not like overly violent action. Like it's not like he's like dismembering people. He's yeah. like shooting of- people and like squib hits go off with no blood. There's a lot of shooting, but not a lot of yeah. people getting shot. Like, I'd let my kid watch this if they wanted to. I would probably try to keep them away from it. Just yeah, like, I'd be like, if you want to, you can see it. But, like, it sucks. Kind of like if they want to smoke, you let them try it for the first time, and they then realize why it's awful. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you make them smoke too much. That's the thing, right? <laughs> like, I don't want to do this anymore. Like, you have another cigarette right now. Oh, You're gonna watch Spawn again right now <laughs> till you learn not to watch shitty movies. That's tough love right there. That's, cool. what, that's what daddy does for his podcast and it's ruining his life. <laughs> <laughs> Just oh, kidding. Dear. I love doing this show. It's so fun. Um, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, they're like, it's all about context. It was like, if I was having a tea party, I'm like, oh, that'd be fine. It's like, right. But if it was in a graveyard, I'm like, oh no, that's rated R. Right. I'm like, what if it was a joke? I'm like, what? It's not though, is it? <laughs> <laughs> that's how. Uh, apparently, that's how um, uh, Wes Craven overturned the. I can't remember if it was um, Wes Craven or uh, he who shall not be named, the Weinstein guy uh, who overturned the rating on Scream. I think it was Wes Craven. Uh, where they like kept cutting and recutting and resubmitting and they kept getting like NC-17 or X or whatever it was at the time. And they're like, we need to have an R-rated movie. And so finally Wes Craven was like, you guys know this is a comedy, right? And they're like, oh, well that changes everything. R. (laughs) And they didn't have to cut anymore. They're just like, it's comedy. Oh, it's funny. It's not, it's not serious. Some murder is happening. It's hilarious. It's a comedy. Yeah. And like, oh, that makes so much more sense. So anyways, yeah, apparently it's all about context. Because so, they were talking about hell. So it's... And they went to hell and there was a devil there. 
a cow rat devil. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, like, yeah, some of the things the clown says are pretty vulgar. Yes. I can see that contributing to the rating as well, but... Have you... Yeah, there's one scene that's like just you... like ladies, and then two ladies show up out of nowhere. And they're, <laughs> yeah. they're like all over him, and he asks them, "Have you ever ridden a clown's pink pony?" Yeah, yeah I think now is the time. That's pretty, pretty raunchy. Oh gosh. Let's see if that was a comedy. Then that's hilarious. Oh, of course. Yeah. <laughs> if he's serious, it's very offensive. And he was being very, very, offensive. very offensive. He wanted to bone those ladies. Yeah, he, I'm sure he did. Um, off screen. But I feel like you want an R-rated Spawn movie, though. Spawn seems like a movie that sh- should go for the R-rating. Yeah. You want... It's Spawn. Dark, brutal, bloody, gory... Swearing... Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. A little less clown. Please? Yeah. Yeah. That's... I. That's my critique of almost every film, though. <laughs> <laughs> like, maybe there should be less clowns. Oh, it... Oh, that, that one... Mm. Mm. No, though no, because the scenes in the movie that I like the least are all the scenes with the clown. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's this weird movie. All right, I'll do two seconds on it. So, One, oh my god, <laughs> give me give me sixty seconds. Time. <laughs> so, okay, the the best parts of that movie are all the parts with the kids like riding around town on their bikes, just like being kids, like Goonies style. They're like Stand by Me, like very like kids in the eighties running around, no rules. And then the stupid horror movie keeps getting in the way. Because <laughs> all of a sudden, like, everything will be quiet and it'll be dark. And, like, you'll hear a door creak open. And the kid will, like, go in and look. And then you'll, like, hear something like, <gasps> and then the stupid clown will, like, <laughs> and, like, comes screaming at you. And it's just, like, a loud noise followed by a clown enhanced by CGI going, like, way too fast towards the camera. And that's, like, every scare in the movie. Yeah. It's real dumb. And I'm like, why don't you try and create some atmosphere instead of... Because like, everything else is great. All the kids are really good actors. Oh, like, nice. You lucked out on that one. <laughs> uh, that you have like found like six really good kid actors that are not terrible and ruin the entire experience for everyone. Because like, it's a really well-made film otherwise. It just feels the need to like... Have all the jump scares. Yeah, lean into, like, modern horror tropes and, and, and try to appeal. Because I guess they're like, oh, we need to appeal to, like, teenagers and, like, dumb. Mm. Be dumb. You just need to be dumb. So appealing to teenagers means being dumb. Being dumb, yeah. If there are any teenager listeners. You're the worst. But you will change. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> With <don't> time. <laughs> it gets better. <laughs> One day you'll realize, you'll think back on your life and you'll go, oh, no. <laughs> We all do it. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. Was, uh, nah, I'm not going to tell that story on the podcast. I'll tell you afterwards. Okay, so I don't want that out there in public. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, so. So Spawn. Uh, I'm going to say that is one big pile of shit. 100% agreed. Yeah. Okay. That is one big pile of shit. So, yeah. Spawn. Don't recommend seeing it. Mm-mm. Um. Like, maybe, I don't know, look up some clips on YouTube, maybe, to kind of... If you really feel like, oh, I need to experience what what they were talking about. But you don't. No. It's not an experience you need to have. Mm-mm. No. No. You're fine. You're fine. Uh, so that that just about wraps it up for us uh, for this month. Yeah. Um, I think... Uh, Look forward to, uh, we're going to have some, on the YouTube channel, I'm going to be doing some, like, podcast highlight kind of things. Like, taking like, like do, like, a best of kind of deal. Oh, cool. Just going to just put some of the highlights up there. So that'll be coming out pretty soon. I'm doing the um, holiday special one right now. The Star Wars holiday special. That was good. It's fun to revisit that. I believe it. No. No. (laughs) 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 So I, like, specifically wanted to find... The clip of the robot doing the tongue thing, like that blah, 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 tongue blah, thing, blah, right. and I had to like scrub through so much footage on no. on Final Cut looking so looking for it. Oh, it was rough. Um. Anyways, uh, next month we will be back. Next month is March. That's correct. Comes after February. I think we're doing Tomb Raider next month. Oh. I think the new Tomb Raider comes out next month, so we're gonna watch one of the Angelina Jolie ones. Yeah, cool. I, th- I think. 
It maybe it might be April. I'll have to check the schedule. Um, uh, so yeah, until next time, you can find us on iTunes, on Google Play, iHeartRadio, uh, your any of your your podcatchering apps, podcatchering. Podcatchering is what I call them as well. Yeah, yeah. Podcatcher apps. Uh, uh, you can uh, follow us on Twitter. Uh, and Oh, I'm starting up an Instagram as well. Oh. I haven't got it yet, but it should also be RetroCrapPod. So at RetroCrapPod on Twitter and Instagram. Um, a, your Patreon also. Patreon.com slash RetroCrapPod if you want to support the show. Toss us a couple of bucks. We got a couple different levels. You can uh, get some bonus content. We have a Phantom Menace commentary track up there right now. Uh, you can get all the episodes early, or you can. Uh, there's one tier that allows you to uh, suggest a movie for us to watch, and we do like an exclusive episode just for people uh, in that tier. You'll get access to those. Uh, and if you rate and review the show on iTunes, that really helps us a lot, like for visibility, uh, visibility blah, and blah, stuff blah, like blah. that. Um, showing up on, on searches and, and things like that on iTunes and uh, that really helps out. Um, yeah. Tell your friends about the show too. That's probably the best way to, to spread the news. Uh, the good news of this show to people is just like word of mouth. If you like the show and you have friends you think would also like the show, just tell them. Tell them about it. Uh, look for my episode of Action Action uh, coming up. And I might have another guest spot coming up soon as well. But that has not been confirmed. So I won't say anything about that yet. Um, but above all else. Oh, Gmail. We also have a Gmail. You can Gmail us if you want. If you got questions. I would like to start do Like, yeah, it'd be cool if people would like email in questions. Of, you know, anything movie related. Um I would totally save time at the end of the show for like a Q and A or like a mailbag kind of. <laughs> That'd be fun. Yeah. Be on board. Yeah. So let us know. Let us know what you think. But above all else, don't watch Spawn. Yeah, don't watch Spawn. If anything, watch Spawn 2. Let us know what that is. <laughs> yeah. And I, email us about it. <laughs> <laughs> email us if you know what Spawn 2 is. Uh, and we will see you next month. Uh, and until next time, keep watching crap. 